Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW Music, Arts, Film and Event Listings on Midtown Radio. Every week we'll be chatting about all of the local happenings in KW, from live music to comedy shows, DJ sets, burlesque and drag, movies and more. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the Six Nations that runs six miles on each side of the Grand River, and we are grateful to be using this space this evening. Now this show will be live every week, every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on midtownradio.ca. And it's so good to be back. I've been away touring with my band for the past couple of weeks out east. And it feels really, really nice to be back in our beloved KW. So throughout the show this evening, I'll be sharing with you our entire event rundown for all of the arts and entertainment things happening in town this weekend. I'll be highlighting a few of those events, giving you a few more details about them, and chatting with some special guests. Now this week on the scene welcomes two special guests that are participating in some amazing events in collaboration with the Registry Theatre this weekend. From hip hop nights to forest walks, there is a ton going on. First up, we'll be chatting with local playwright Kiran Myers, who is hosting a community listening party for this for his project Stories from the Next Generation, which is an audio guided nature walk through Bechtel Park made up of original and local children's stories. In the second half of our show, we'll chat with local hip hop artist, Steve Dave, who will be taking to the stage in a huge hip hop show coming to the registry on Friday night. So there's lots to look forward in the show today. We'll spin some local music. We have songs from Joni Narita, Christian Economides, CX Violet, and of course, Steve Dave. Um, We'll also be giving you all the inside info about some cool events happening in town this weekend, including some good ways to kick off Oktoberfest, a special screening from the Grand River Film Festival, and more. So let's start things off with some music. This is a song from Joni Narita called The Common Story. Oh, 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 
just heard The Common Story by Joni Narita here on Midtown Radio. Joni is performing with a full band on Saturday night at the Registry Theatre in downtown Kitchener. She'll be playing through her most recent album, Love and Protest, as well as a bunch of other fabulous songs. The show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are $30 if you want to check that out. Now, if you're just joining us, welcome back to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have a great show in store for you. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in KW. And later in the show, sitting down with local playwright Kieran Myers about a special guided forest walk he's hosting this weekend, as well as local hip hop artist and producer Steve D. Dave. Now, before we dive into our interviews, let's chat a little bit about what's going on in KW this weekend. There's tons of live music, drag shows, comedy shows, as always, but I think we need to talk about the classic Kitchener Festival, Oktoberfest. So Oktoberfest kicked off last weekend on September 23rd, and the events are really, really starting to ramp up over the next two weeks. Now, touring around with my band uh, out in the East Coast, we would always tell people that we're from Kitchener and probably about 50% of the people that we would meet would say like, ah, Kitchener, Oktoberfest. (laughs) And uh, to be honest, I feel like I'm a bad Kitchener resident because I have attended little to no Oktoberfest events. Uh, I've been to the Oktoberfest parade as a child, but I've never gone out for evening fun Oktoberfest in the city. So if you're like me, you need to get a bit more information about this. Uh, You can head to oktoberfest.ca, October with a K, of course, and you can check out all the events happening over the next two weeks. There's lots of dancing, food nights, tons of family-friendly events, and just a lot of neat ways to celebrate German culture and being together. So a few events I want to highlight here. Friday night, if you're looking for a party, um, Bingamans and the Schwaben Club are both hosting big live music nights. And the Schwaben Club I see has an Oktoberfest buffet earlier in the night too. Sounds like fun. And then Saturday during the day, you can kick off Oktoberfest in Uptown Waterloo with the Mayor's Oktoberfest Market. So Mayor Dave Jaworski is going to be in the parking lot of Waterloo City Hall all afternoon from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. with a ton of food, craft, and art vendors, as well as live performances. Um, Entry to the market is free, but they will be collecting donations to the food bank as well if you want to bring some canned goods out. 
Now, if you're looking for something for the whole family, Bingaman's is also hosting Kinderfest. Um, they're going to have carnival rides and inflatables, cookie decorating, fall treats, a s'mores station, and the classic local children's entertainer, Eric Traplin. <laughs> I actually saw a funny tweet this week. Someone said, I think Eric Traplin p- plays about 10 shows every weekend. And honestly, I feel like he's just at every local children's event that we talk about. And I love it. He puts on a good show all the time. <laughs> so there's tons of October f- Fest events to enjoy. And uh, if there's anyone listening out there, let us know what your favorite memory of Oktoberfest has been. Like I said, the only good memory I have is like going to the parade as a child, but I have tons of friends that always love going out, going to the odd, going to Bingaman's, going dancing. So send us a tweet at Midtown Radio KW or send us a message on Instagram at Midtown Radio, Radio KW as well. Let us know what your favorite Oktoberfest memory in KW has been. Now, before we get into another song, there's one more little Oktoberfest event I want to give a shout out to. If you're hoping to celebrate Oktoberfest in a slightly smaller scale, our friends at TWB are hosting Craftoberfest. <laughs> I feel like it's a tongue twister, all these words. It starts this weekend and runs all the way into next weekend. So this weekend, Craftoberfest kicks off with a Queens of Craftoberfest drag show put on by local drag company Cinched Events. The show starts at 8 p.m. and is hosted by Camara with performances by Deanna Dolce, Misconduct, Elixir, Jesse James, and Guelph's 90s neon pop princess Ultraviolet. Tickets are $20. You can find them on TWB's website if you want to head hit that up. Now Craftoberfest continues into next week with a comedy night, trivia nights, a pooch party with Dog Friendly KW, an acoustic jam session with Onion Honey, I the Mountain is performing, and Midtown Radio is releasing a beer collab. So if you want to be part of the Midtown Radio fun, grab a ticket on TWB's website for our beer launch event happening next weekend on Friday night. So we're going to hear from one of those upcoming performers now. This is Christian Economides. He's a young performer from KW, and he'll be opening the I the Mountain show on Friday next week at Midtown Radio's Beer Launch. Here's his song, Way Back Home. I could sail away to some other place. Come, let's find our destination. There's nothing to be afraid of except losing what you're made of. You gotta keep that up your sleeve. In this fucked up life, people come and go. By my side, and that's just how I know. Losing track of time, and I just gotta find my way back home. 
find my way back home I wish I could fly away To some other place Come on, use your imagination Let's just lose track of time Living a separate life Why is there always hesitation? In this fucked up life People come and go But you stick by my side And that's just how I know Losing track of time And I just gotta find my way back Sail away to some other place. Come, let's find our destination. You just heard Way Back Home by local artist Christian Economides here on Midtown Radio. Midtown Radio proudly broadcasts music from over 150 local musicians every week. So we'll be playing tons of local music throughout our show tonight. Now On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in the Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. Our first guest today is local playwright Kiran Myers. Kiran is the sixth of seven children in a first-generation Irish-Canadian family, now a doting father in the Waterloo Region. He writes, dances, teaches, produces, directs, and performs. Kiran is driven by the notion that language shapes our thoughts and stories shape our culture. He tries to pursue a progressive theatricality that integrates the audience's live presence within the storytelling. Two years ago, the Registry Theatre commissioned Kiran to teach writing workshops to children and then anthologize their best original content into a full-length audio-guided forest walk. This is all culminated in an in-person community listening party of stories from the next generation happening this weekend in Bechtel Park. So let's find out more about how this project came together. Welcome to On the Scene, Kieran Myers. Thank you so much. Wow, thanks. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Good. Yeah, we're happy to have you as well. So you worked with the registry to do these writing workshops with children. I'm assuming that was pre-COVID two years ago. I don't know. Was it right on the cusp of things? It was actually right in the heat of it. Um, Sam Vartanyuk at the Registry Theatre had received a little bit of funding 
specifically so that artists can help people feel like they're part of a community right in that part of the pandemic when we were sort of most panicked. <laughs> so that's what this was responding to. The, the question was, how can we how can we use art to feel togetherness when when the whole world was not feeling togetherness? Mm-hmm. So sort of the impetus behind the project. And it happened right right in that in that high stress period of history that we all had. Yeah. So was it an in-person workshop with kids or online or a bit of both? A little bit of both. We had a lot of like sort of careful, um, I don't know, things in place. We sort of talked about masking and social distancing, but we left it up to the parents um, of the participating children if they wanted to work in person, if they Mm -hmm. wanted to have access to a larger room, if they wanted to do it online. And I taught these workshops in pretty much every way, every way you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what did you like about working with kids in a writing and drama setting? Oh, I think, um, not by design. I think I learned more than any of the kids did. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been teaching a long time. Um, young people, I've been teaching writing and acting and uh, dance to young people for a long time, but Mm -hmm. when it's one-on-one and you have their complete attention, um, it was a two-hour workshop with a break in the middle, and that's a long time for a young person, uh, especially when it comes to story writing. So the, I'm just teaching them story writing, but they're already experts in just that because it really is ingrained in our culture and in our humanity, and because their kids, their imaginations are much more freer than ours. And so I had to work hard in order to, um, you know, like maintain their attention and drive their focus towards their goals and things like that, whereas they were just spouting stories and spouting <laughs> stories. Yeah, really easy. Yeah. So when they were getting going into that creative process, um, were there any specific themes that emerged? Dragons, mermaids, (laughs) vampires? (laughs) Yeah, I was really surprised, actually, because none of these kids were particularly connected to each other, except that they saw our call out, you know, this offer of these workshops. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of kids wanted to talk about dragons in a lot of different <laughs> ways. And I was like, there's something to this. Is it, is it an, an expression of this moment of the pandemic where we're yeah. feeling that anxiety and they, and they want to, you know, talk about these big mythical beasts? Or is it just maybe, maybe a dragon movie came out recently and I didn't know about it. But, you know, at any rate, it was a strange theme to pop up. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so uh, how, how old were the kids that you were working with? I think they were as young as three. Wow. Yeah. There was at least one who was only three and then up into teen years. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, Well, kudos to the kids or the parents for wanting to put them in this writing workshop and just explore that. I love that. Yeah. They were amazing. Uh So tell us a bit about the process of putting this project together. Like when did it turn from a writing workshop into the idea of creating a nature walk podcast sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think when I originally talked to Sam at the registry, I had proposed a really um, uh, complicated idea about how to present the stories. I knew I was going to collect stories and teach stories, um, but I had a really sort of highfalutin idea and it slowly got smaller and smaller um, as we were remained working within our means. Um, and ultimately, it was just this idea of 
it being the part of the pandemic when most people were not interacting in person, we wanted to get people outdoors, out of their homes. Um, and so nature was an obvious response to that. But then we wanted to make sure that, that nature was really centered, that it wasn't just plastered on top, but truly integrated into the work. Um, and so that's how we ended up with this is, is I took the stories, sort of arranged them in a way that made sense, that was cohesive. Um, but then, uh, um, then uh, sort of walked the stories through the woods and that each story would arise in a way that was responding to or connecting to the, the changing surroundings as you walked. So one moment in a forest, you're next to say an ancient tree, in another moment, you're next to a pond, in another moment, you're next to a fort. Um, and each time the, the scenery changed, the story would follow through or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, was there a reason that you chose Bechtel Park for the setting for this? Yeah. Um, my daughter was attending forest school there, so I knew the woods really well, and so did she. And maybe because she was attending a forest school there, um, and it was just a privately run, like an enterprising person started to teach a forest school to some local families. So we were really lucky to kind of uh, weasel our way into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also perhaps I had a, a, an association of youthfulness at Bechtel Park, and it's a beautiful forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, was this your first time doing like an audio creation? How did you find working with that medium as opposed to the stage, which I know you spend a lot of time on as well? Yeah, that was, uh, it was uh, interesting to say the <laughs> least. I'm a person who really um, values the uh, uh, relationship between a performer and an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so working into a microphone um, was, you know, it wasn't hard to work into the microphone, but I think for me it was hard to write for it. Not that I wrote any of the stories, I didn't, but I, I had to arrange the stories uh, like a writer would um, and to uh, think in the sort of intimacy of just ear pods in your ears and the intimacy of a forest maybe alone mm-hmm. um, was new territory for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now about a year later, uh, after the podcast has been released, this walk can actually be done with a group of people. Yeah. It can be celebrated with a larger community. Um, so tell us a bit more about what's happening this Saturday. Yeah. So we're um, here on the Midtown Radio. The, the, the project will air and you can listen from anywhere. But as you're listening from anywhere, anybody who is able or interested um, can join us. Uh, at Bechtel Park and we're going to listen too and we're going to listen together and hopefully some of the young authors will be there as well and you'll get to meet the writers while they listen to their work perhaps for the first time or at least witness strangers listening to their work for the first time which is a very exciting thing. Mm -hmm. Wonderful well not to give any spoilers but is there a part of the walk that you're most excited for is there anything that like sticks out in your mind or you're excited to see like the group's reaction to it you know what there really is (laughs) (laughs) yeah in fact there's one part of it where in two years the forest might have changed a little bit Mm. and I'm a little bit concerned we'll see what happens in terms of our response to the stories in the forest working together after nature has shifted but we'll be together so it won't matter we'll be fine and then there's other parts where i know that it'll land really beautifully and i'm excited for that magic to happen Mm -hmm. wonderful and what do you hope people will walk away with after this event 
Um, uh, I, the project has always been for a sense of community, and that's that's the function of storytelling since time immemorial. So um, I hope we meet somebody new, and I hope we feel some togetherness, and I hope that we can recognize the freedom of, of young people's creativity and to seek out some of that in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much, Kieran. This has been so nice to learn more about this project and just hear about how it all came together. It's a really special project. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a real honor to be on the Midtown Radio Project. So thanks for having me. Mm-hmm, of course. Well, Kieran Myers um, has his stories for the next generation, a guided forest walk um, coming up this Saturday morning. Um, they're going to meet at Bechtel Park at 10 a.m. at the playground at the end of the parking lot. So you can enjoy the hour-long original podcast in community. Um, it's also going to be airing on Midtown Radio. If you want to listen to it at home, um, it should be a really special event. So we're going to listen to a song now from another local storyteller. Uh, this is a new release from Kitchener artist CX Violet. Uh, we had Violet back on the show in July for our first ever episode of On the Scene, and they just released a new single. And the cool thing about this single is that it's actually part of what's going to be a larger collection of a creative universe. Um, so as CX Violet released releases more music, you'll notice themes and characters that interact with each other and have crossover storylines. Very, very cool. Uh, This song gets stuck in my head all the time. It is such a jam. It was just released two weeks ago. So from CX Violet, this is Hacker Boy.
You just heard Hacker Boy from CX Violet here on On The Scene on Midtown Radio. Now, every week on On The Scene, we'll give you a listing of a ton of arts and culture events happening in KW. For a full listing of events going on this weekend, you can head to our website, www.midtownradio.ca, and check out the posting with live music, DJ sets, movies, comedy shows, drag and burlesque shows, festivals, markets, and more all around the city. So here are your entertainment listings for the weekend. In comedy on Saturday night at Descendants, you can see Sparkle Party Comedy Night featuring Dana CK and Angelica Skinnera. Tickets are $10 and you can find tickets on Eventbrite. On Sunday night at the Jazz Room, Ashwin Singh's permanent resident comedy tour is coming to town. He'll be joined by special guests Hannah Valudin, Jesse Singh, and Marlon Palmer. The show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $20, also available on Eventbrite. For festivals and markets this weekend, Saturday morning and afternoon is the Mayor's Oktoberfest Market. That'll be happening from 10 to 4 in the Waterloo City Hall parking lot. And it has free entry, but they will be collecting canned goods for the food bank. In films this weekend at the Apollo Cinema, you can see Drunken Cinema Presents Roadhouse, Moon Age Daydream, Clerks 3, Shifted, an independent film premiere, Old Boy, and Elvis. At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, you can see Polyester in Odorama, The Room, Grease, Three Minutes a Lengthening, and Mean Girls. At the Princess Twin, you can catch Buffy St. Marie, Carry It On, or The Long Rider. And The Civil also has a movie night going on. They're going to have Beetlejuice showing Saturday at 10 p.m. after dinner service. Tickets are just $5. In music this weekend, on Friday night at Babylon Sisters, DJ Bane is going to be spinning some R&B at 9 p.m. At the Churchill Arms, you can catch Jay Walsh. Descendants has the Bad Men Association. Duke of Wellington, Darius, will be performing from 8 to 11 p.m. At Jane Bond, you can catch Dana Sonic at 10 p.m. And the Jazz Room has Glenn Burr and the Button Factory Band at 8 p.m. Tickets are $18. And at the Registry Theatre, Tri-City Hip Hop and Good Co. Productions are presenting Deja SB with special guests Steve Dave and Quinton Barnes. Tickets are $25 and you can grab them at Good Company Productions website. On Saturday night in music, The Point will be at Churchill Arms. DJ 88 will be at Jane Bond. At the Jazz Room, you can catch another installment of the Women in Jazz series sponsored by Diva International. Diane Roblin's Life Force Band will be performing. At the Registry Registry Theatre, the Joni Narita Band will be playing at 8 p.m., 
And on Sunday, if you're looking for some music, you can head over to the registry for an afternoon soiree called Piano, Piano, Piano. <laughs> There's going to be some multi-piano pieces being played, songs made for eight hands on two pianos. It's going to be featuring renowned pianists Guy Few, Beth Ann D'Souza, Boyd McDonald, Lauren Schlenko, Stephanie Mara, Ron Moyer, and more. It's at three o'clock on Sunday afternoon. And lastly, on the stage, or in the forest stage, I guess, you can head over to Bechtel Park on Saturday morning for Stories from the Next Generation, a guided forest walk with Kiran Myers in collaboration with Midtown Radio and the Registry Theatre. And lastly, Saturday night, you can go to TWB for Cinched Events Presents Queens of Craftoberfest Drag Show, 8 to 11 p.m. Tickets are $20 on Eventbrite. To check out the full event listing, head to our website later in the night, midtownradio.ca, and we'll be putting that event listing up later in the evening after the show. And you can check out all that information one more time. Before we chat with our next guest, I want to give a quick shout out to two of our film events happening this week. Um, The Grand River Film Festival is presenting The Long Rider on October 1st, that's Saturday, at 7 p.m. at the Princess Twin. Now, this documentary follows a young man's eight-year journey as he decides to ride his horse from his adoptive home in Calgary across 12 international borders to his family's home in Brazil. Director Sean Cisterna will be attending the screening for a Q&A afterwards as well. Very exciting. And uh, some of you may have caught the first of Midtown Radio's movie series at the Apollo Cinema this week. It was the first installment of our new series, Radio You Gotta See. It's going to be happening the last Tuesday of each month. We'll be screening a radio-themed movie at the Apollo, preceded by a live recording of Mid-Credit Scene, a local podcast all about movies. So save the date for the next one, Tuesday, October 25th. We're going Halloween-themed with a screening of Radioland Murders. But now it's time to think about events that are happening sooner rather than later. Um, When I saw this event pop up on my feed, I knew we had to get someone from this lineup on the show to chat with me. So my next guest is Steve Dave, a rapper and music producer based here in Kitchener. He creates pillowy and sparse productions, drawing heavy inspiration from the first wave of cloud rap and the various proponents of DIY and lo-fi music that emerged online post-2010. Minimal instrumentation and percussion create space for a voice that is both bold and understated, and his lyrics aim to challenge the listener and evoke introspection at all costs. Steve Dave will be joining an incredible lineup at the Registry Theatre tomorrow night, presented by Tri-City Hip Hop and Good Company Productions. He'll be performing alongside Polaris Prize nominee DJ SB and local act Quinton Barnes. Welcome to On The Scene, Steve Dave. Thank you for having me. Good evening. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming. How are you feeling with this big show coming up tomorrow? 
pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's kind of surreal, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are happening at the same time, so it's really nice to like think about all of them in context. Yeah. Because um, I'm like trying to put out new music right now, and it's lining up with the shows, and and uh, yeah, it feels right. So good. I'm pretty stoked. And again, yeah, it's a good lineup. So yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about that, but <laughs> it'll be fun. Definitely. Yeah. When I saw that DJ SB was coming to town and then I saw we were having local openers and it's in collaboration with Tri-City Hip Hop and Good Co. It's like, wow, this is just like a lot of really great people coming together for a great, great night of entertainment. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, Sam really knows how to make things happen. So shout out to him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So have you ever performed at the registry theater before? Or do you no. have any memories of like seeing a show there previously? No, I've actually never been there. I didn't even know they did shows there. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, uh, I've seen some photos, but I haven't been mm-hmm. in there yet and I'm pretty, pretty stoked to check it out. Cool. Yeah. I had a lot of friends when I was growing up do like youth theater. And so my only memories of the registry are seeing like teenagers put on Shakespeare so when I saw a hip-hop show was coming there I was like oh this is cool this is new I love it so yeah I think it'll be a good space so how did you get involved in the show how did you get brought on for the lineup well um my manager who's like sitting over there Mm -hmm. Nate uh was talking to Sam and suggested we were well we were talking about I think they were talking about building the lineup and Quentin Barnes was like the for sure and then we needed a big headlining act to get the draw and someone from out of town. And then I guess somehow I lucked out and got added to that mix, which is pretty wild to me. Perfect. Yeah. I love Well, well-deserved for sure. Um, tell me a bit about how you got started in the local hip-hop scene. Are you from KW originally? I was like born here mm-hmm. a, like not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was making a joke, That's but okay. uh, I actually grew up around um, kind of like Brantford area. Oh, cool. So I went to high school near there, and then mm. I went to uh, university there, and I got a job um, at the university here. Okay. And I kind of like only cared about music. Uh, my background's in journalism, but mm. you know, I kind of took the the storytelling aspect from that and put it into my songs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got a job here, and then. I started hanging out with people in the DIY scene and started putting out music and failing up. And yeah, eventually I figured some things out and, you know, figure out what works and then drop what what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of led me to where I'm at. It's been five years, six years since I like really started taking it seriously. And Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't until like a year ago that I actually saw real benefits from that so anybody who's uh struggling with that stick with it yeah definitely where was the first place you performed locally actually it was at the button factory and uh some good advice for anybody who wants to get out there and do a show if you have the resources and and the people behind you um put some money up for a venue and get some stuff to sell and some music to play and uh network as much as possible um there's no better way to figure out how to do all that stuff than just like doing it on your own honestly but uh from there i just started connecting with people and yeah i played a lot of shows at harmony lunch too nice that was a good one yeah great spot great spot but yeah i played all around like all the you know staple venues over Mm -hmm. before covid and since then i've been doing a lot more diy stuff but yeah i'm really looking forward this is a big step up 
registry theater so definitely yeah so how have you seen the local hip-hop scene grow or change over the past couple of years I know you've been involved you know working with different artists doing some music production as well yeah have you seen things change over the last couple of years I mean I feel like I don't have uh enough knowledge to like speak directly on the hip-hop scene mm-hmm. like if anything I've learned more about the hip-hop scene just from knowing Sam Nabby cool um and we kind of like did some work together and then I told him that i was producing I wasn't really trying to be a rapper or anything like that <laughs> at the time but he was doing some hip-hop music and coming out of doing folk music and we connected and then he kind of like has been you know keeping me in the loop on uh, a lot of what's happening in the hip-hop scene here and not just like lately but he's really you know um, makes a point of documenting what's happened in the past too so mm-hmm. I've gotten to learn about like the history of hip-hop here um, through him but like I can't I can't speak enough on it to even know like most of the people that I um, make music with and, mm-hmm. and uh, play shows with aren't even hip-hop artists okay. like I tend to be on bills with like play with like screamo bands <laughs> and punk bands and stuff like that cool. um, but yeah Capri Soleil is a uh, is a good local hip-hop artist that I've been working with as well nice that's awesome we'll have to get their music on the station as well absolutely for sure um so your last major release was an EP back in 2020 um how have the last two years been since then um have you been more focused on music production or just like working on songwriting taking some time for yourself well um you know, I had that EP release and I was pretty stoked at the time and it went really well. I ended up, I, I put it out on like February 29th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of a joke, but <laughs> but yeah, I can't really celebrate the release until this this year it was the first time I got to celebrate the anniversary. But oh, true. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, anyways, no, like that was right before COVID. I think that the mm-hmm. last show, one of the last shows I played before everything got all like messed up was... Um, was at the at chainsaw and it was great and I was like this is cool this is headed in a good direction and then everything just like brick walled yeah um so I went because I used to do everything myself I would record everything myself and then get people to help me with like mastering okay um but during COVID I just decided like I I can't play shows that was like my main outlet for like networking Mm -hmm. and and getting my music out there so I was just like I'm gonna focus on recording so I spent like the past almost three years um, recording and I have a lot of instrumental work that I do here and there um, but when I find stuff that is going to work I know and then I write to it and then I find a place to record it and I've actually my buddy Jesse Alarcone he's like a, a promoter based around Brampton but he like pl- books shows everywhere um, okay. he just had me come to his house and we worked through stuff for like two months and then we like fix things up over like the next year and a half after that and mm-hmm. uh been a long process but i'm gearing up to put out all not all of it but a, a nice little portion of the music i recorded uh is going to come out in december cool um, so i've been like you know my whole thing was to uh pick a date and then hopefully i have everything ready by then mm-hmm. uh, but this time it was like no let's get all of our ducks in a row and uh yeah it's uh it's really i'm really seeing the the fruits of that labor and just the the benefits of working with other people and, and having more heads put together and, and more ideas to choose from and, and yeah, not just getting in my own head about it. For so sure. That's it's all coming together nicely. 
That's awesome. That must feel really nice too when you're releasing music that you're like really, really proud of and like proud of the process yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I could still go back and like, I'm not even going to talk about my first project, <laughs> but like I, it's, uh, I didn't even get it mastered or anything like that. I feel yeah. Don't yeah. worry. I'm a musician as well. Like yeah. those early recordings are something of their own yeah. kind, I feel like, like. No regrets, and I'm really happy to have yeah. gotten it out there and have the experience, but it's definitely sink or swim, and you got to learn and grow, and you got to take what works and leave what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, so you just released a new song this week. Yep. Um, your newest release came out on Monday. Yep. Um, it's called Maybe. Tell us a little bit about that song. Yeah, that was one of the first songs I recorded when I was... Uh, in that phase of, of, of working on this album. And it's actually not on the album. Um, it's serving more as a, a launch for this little record label that we're working on. It's called Smiling Friend Records. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my manager, Nate, over there and I are um, working on doing some artist development with not just myself, but also Caprice, who I mentioned before. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, a few projects coming up. Um, that single was just like, let's uh, let's show people what we're doing, and it actually has some. It's got some rap on it, and then there's some screaming, and there's <laughs> some other noises, and and it's very like I said, it's very alternative. I mentioned that to you before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really as uh, as pop as uh, as my my record is, but sure. it's a good segue into what we're doing I think yeah for sure um so can we expect to hear some more of the new music uh during your performance tomorrow night at the registry yeah absolutely um I've been dropping more and more old songs from my set list and 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 bringing in new stuff I might you know might do something old for fun but uh I'm cycling in a lot of the newer songs and as I as I move forward too I'm also starting to um perform and and workshop music from future projects to be announced and that sort of thing too so you might even hear a song that I wrote like two weeks ago awesome I love it that's the best feeling when you can finally like drop a few of the older ones that you're kind of tired of (laughs) tired of performing yeah awesome well we are super excited for this show tomorrow it's at the registry theater in downtown Kitchener tickets are $25 and can be found on goodcompanyproductions.com and Steve Dave will be sharing the stage with local rapper and singer Quentin Barnes and critically acclaimed rapper DJ SB. But before we let Steve Dave go, we have a very special treat for you listeners out there. Uh, he's going to be giving us an exclusive listen to one of his brand new unreleased tracks. Tell us a little bit about this song. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. This song's from the future. But since y'all been good, you get it early. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That's from Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, I, this song is called 4:20 AM. Uh, it comes out on October 10th, actually. So we're getting it like a, a week and a half early. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna give you all the song that's already out, but that's not very fun. Um, <laughs> so I, I just want to say the the idea for this song actually, and I have to out myself as a Father John Misty fan because I saw him the other day. It was a good show. Uh, nice. But I was listening to a song of his, and I was like, I want to write a song like that, and. So I just wrote this song about like how I was feeling about COVID and, and, uh, yeah, it started, I was at, it was 420 in the morning and I was still up and I was still not tired and, um, just working through a lot of the feelings at the time. And yeah, it's, a uh, it's upbeat, mm-hmm. but a little bit dark. And I think that that kind of 
sums up it's a good uh, entryway for the album so it's it's the right first single i think to kind of show you the vibe perfect fantastic well we'll hear the new song in a minute but thank you so much for chatting with us steve dave best of luck with the show tomorrow super exciting you have all of kw behind you <laughs> yeah thank you so much i'm uh, i'm super excited to share the stage with some legends um yeah dj sb that's like unbelievable for me um and quentin barnes is also like a stellar producer and, and musician and i'm really really excited to see both of their performances mm-hmm. yeah um, thank you also for having me yeah. this is a uh, uh, quite a pleasure and a great opportunity and uh yeah i'm really excited to share more of my work with the community my album comes out december 16th and i have a single coming out on october 10th and you're about to hear it fantastic okay well here it is 4 20 a.m the exclusive premiere from steve dave
Why is this guy out here trying to start beef though? He looks me down, says, what the hell is that? I'm no denim leather plaid, he's smoking a camel pack. I'm not really a fan of that. I just try to shoulder past up the stairs and chuckle laugh. Another night at One Night Jacks. Too many silos in this here town. We gotta get to know each other, spread that love around. Don't come here as conquerors or saviors. Keep your head down, new money suspect. You haven't earned our trust yet. We gotta find a way to live together. And I believe that we will live forever. We gotta find a way to live for better. And I believe that we will live forever. Tent city taking over like, did you miss me? We got a history of leaving people up shit creek. This week, the paper sings the praises of the lits. Bulldoze over the bits that fall out from the slipstream. No amount of cheerleading the split screen can make certain that they're listening to the misdreams of rubber workers grappling with cancer because they mistreat or folks getting priced out of their homes again this week. We gotta find a way to live together. And I believe that we will live forever. We gotta find a way to live for better. And I believe that we will live forever. We gotta find a way to live together. Cause I believe that we will live forever. We gotta find a way to live for better. And I believe that we will live forever. You're listening to Together by Sam Nabby featuring Steve Dave here on Midtown Radio. And before that, we heard the brand new track from Steve Dave, 4.20 a.m., coming out to you in about two weeks in October. Now, before we wrap up on the scene for tonight, I want to give a quick shout out to a cool event happening this weekend that someone reached out to us about. An organization called Digi Millennials is beginning to organize something called Afro Night in KW. This is going to be a series of experiences to promote African culture in the Waterloo region. Now, tomorrow night is the first event of this 
series and it is already sold out. There's going to be an African karaoke party at a secret location celebrating African culture with drinks and food and more. Now I've heard that there are lots more events on the way from this organization. So if you don't want to miss out, follow Afro Nights in KW on Instagram so you don't miss any other updates. Well, that is all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us for the evening. And thank you to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappolt, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. Special thanks to our guests, Kieran Myers and Steve Dave for joining us tonight. And tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town. If you have events you ever want to submit to us, get in touch in any way. You can reach out on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW or email us at Midtown Radio KW at gmail.com. If you stay tuned in to Midtown Radio, you can hear new local music, a collection of Midtown Radio's most recent additions to our local music library. Well, that's all the time we have for On the Scene this week. We'll catch you next week for another episode. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>